Coming up in this episode, I will be addressing the subject of cheating among those in monogamous relationships, especially committed relationships, as in marriages. According to new survey information, there has been, there is almost like a silent pandemic, a great increase among couples that are in regards to cheating. Let's explore in this episode some dynamics of what may be going on and for me to offer some insight and maybe words of wisdom to be of help to anyone who has experienced being cheated on and anyone who may be thinking about cheating. Stay tuned for this episode. Welcome to Life, Love, and Everything Else, the number one show dedicated to giving you wisdom to help you live a better, more successful life by showing you how to make right choices in everyday life situations. Now, let's go right into today's program. Hello everyone, I'm Belise Smith, the host of Life, Love, and Everything Else. I want to thank you for tuning in. Please comment and become a part of our Life, Love Circle by subscribing so that you are among the first notified of all new episodes. Thank you so much for your support. On the subject of cheating, there is a survey that showed that 46% of people in monogamous relationships have experienced cheating, either being cheated on or they were the cheater. And 46%, that is a very high number. That's almost like half of the people out there have experienced cheating on some level. And that is a tremendous increase from earlier times when the whole essence of being in a relationship was to have this one special person to engage with in that way for a, a whole lot of reasons. Number one, being in love. Number two, maybe sexual safety, health safety. And that number is too high in today's time for as many diseases and things that a person can run into out there nowadays that that number is too high you would almost be led to say then why even be married why even be in a relationship with someone if they are not fulfilling enough needs for you to be faithful you know for a person to be faithful to this one person in this episode i will explore this topic more First, I will play some clips from some other people speaking on cheating. Then I will come back and do a commentary on what was said. And at the end of this episode, I can share some words of wisdom to help anyone that may be dealing with this particular issue. So first, let, let's go into the different comments that are being made by other people. And I'll be back with my commentary. I have yet to see a man ruin his family because of infidelity and be the same yeah. person after that. Either they become a better human, but there's always that regret. When I started devoting myself to my wife, like literally committing myself to my wife, I'm not cheating, I'm not doing nothing else, and I'm going to therapy, and I'm doing the work on myself. Bro, look at my life the last six, seven years. 
came up in every way, like every way, physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, everything. Once a cheater, always a cheater, Steve? It sounds like you don't. No. Okay. Because come. men grow up and men change. Thank you. Men, yeah. men do grow up and men change. Um, what happens is you can make mistakes and grow from it and learn from it. But then every time a man cheats doesn't mean you have to give him another chance either. All men can change, but there is only one woman we will change for. Okay, with these two comments coming from the two gentlemen, before I address what they said, I saw a recent comment where a guy was dealing with this same topic and he was asked the question, why do men cheat? And he said, straightforward, just putting it plain for recreation. And then the other commentator was a female and she said, she was shocked because she, you know, she was think, looking for a different answer. And he said, I know that you were looking for a different answer. Uh, the type of answer that females want to hear, he said, but putting it plain and simple is for recreation. So in addressing the clip where, in this clip where Steve Harvey said, when men grow up, then they they look at things different and maybe they, they don't cheat, to me goes along with the statement that a guy made that men do it for recreation. And to do something that, to be in a relationship and to do any act that would cause that other person any type of harm or, or distress and the partner does it for recreation is simply a sign of selfishness because they don't care. It's not, they put their pleasure, their fun, whatever they may call fun, but the bottom line, their pleasure, what makes them feel like whatever, ahead of somebody else's pain, hurt, disappointment, and maybe even put them at risk health-wise, it's a selfish nature. And that is something that we do see on the rise nowadays. You know, the Bible speaks about that in, in, in the last days that people will become lovers of themselves. So I would say one of the biggest reasons why we have such an increase of basically infidelity slash cheating in supposedly committed relationships is the spirit of selfishness, which we see in a lot of things happening nowadays, that people are more concerned about me, 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 me. When you're in a me atmosphere or environment, somebody is going to be disadvantaged in some kind of way. And that could even be when we have people in leadership that are pretty much don't make good leaders because one of the main signs is they make decisions based on them, not for the people. So the spirit of selfishness is a number one cause of cheating. And then some people may feel like, oh, it's gotta be more than that. But if you break down the behavior, break it down. And I'm coming from a spiritual perspective that in order to show true love, you have to be selfless not selfish. Get that? Selfless and not selfish. Because when you put somebody else's well-being ahead of your own, their happiness, what would be better for them and think about how something would affect them, 
that is being selfless. That's making a conscious effort, a conscious choice not to do certain things. Even if that person feels driven to do this thing that they feel would make them feel good or make them happy. But if it would cause the person that they're with any type of harm, if you love, love is self-sacrificing automatically, automatically. And then one of the things that the, the first clip is from Charlemagne, you know, popular radio host, said that when he stopped cheating on his wife, his life really took a major turn for the better. When he started doing the right thing, when he started being selfless, I see that as God showed him, he honored the commitment that he made with his marriage vows to honor in, in all the vows that people make when you get married, when he started honoring those vows and putting his wife first before anything else, God blessed him. His whole life changed and it, it took off for the better. So the first thing that is identifiable in the act of cheating is dealing with someone who is able to be selfless. And we find that out even before we, we get involved with people. The first thing you need to do, male or female, if you're dealing with somebody before you even make a commitment, whether it is to be in a monogamous courting relationship, because dating is not of God, and that is a whole nother subject, but courting relationship is that first, before you make that commitment, is this somebody that you can spend the rest of your life with and be faithful? What, are, what things do you have in common? Are you able to put them first? If you're not able to put them first when you are in a courting relationship, you'll never be able to put them first when you make the marriage commitment. And the flip side of that, if the person that you're in a relationship with before marriage if that person is not able to put you first in that courting relationship they will not put you first in a marriage relationship and what I have found and to be honest experience and I share my experiences in in the episode where I tell about my story is whatever you see before you get married whether they are red flags or whether they seem to be little nuances, little things that that person does, those things will elevate. They will get bigger and much greater when that couple gets married. People can be equally yoked and have some differences, but the, the differences balance each other out and it's a smoothness and a peace in the relationship. But if there are differences that cause, there are great differences that causes grief, despair, there's no way you, arguments, there's no way that you can deal with this thing, those things will grow and escalate and elevate to a whole nother level if and when there is a marriage relationship. So the best way, one of the one of the safeguards in, in the cheating thing is to make sure you do your homework before you marry that person because find out more about them and knowing what are they capable of doing and not doing. Some people feel like they they're if 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 they can't hold back from 
doing the cheating thing, you need to know that up front. You need to know that up front to be able to protect yourself from hurt, pain, letdowns, and disappointments. Now let's go into the next conversation. Men will talk more about cheating. Women usually keep it to themselves. It's more taboo. But in my private practice and among other therapists, we know that as many women, perhaps more, who knows the exact number of men or women who cheat, but you make a conscious choice when you get married, you make a vow, and that's an honorable thing, and that's where the problem lies. Once you make that vow, you it's not that you can't cheat, it's that you choose to stay faithful and committed. Mm. And I, I once heard somebody said, I believe it was Charlemagne, the God, he made a point and he said, men cheat for ego and women cheat for emo in regards to like men are usually cheating because there's some type of insecurity that he's dealing with that he wants to prove himself and, you know, validate himself using yes. women. And then women usually, if they're not feeling emotional support from their partner, they go ahead and they, they go lead to infidelity. Do you, have you seen that as well in your practice? I've seen that. There was a survey done that says, so who cheats more? That is the question. And most people would automatically say, oh, it's more than likely the men. And in this clip, the therapist was saying that in her practice and among in her profession, they're seeing more of an increase with women cheating. And even though there is an increase with more women cheating nowadays, and I believe it's because of the, the modern culture of a lot of things that I talked about in the episode of why are there so many single women? So check out that episode where I get more in depth into why there are so many women out there that are basically sexually free women. That has a lot to do nowadays with there has been an increase among females cheating because of this current culture to be so sexually free and unlimited and all of those things. But research still shows that the gender that cheats the most is still among men. A current survey showed that 23% of men had cheated in their monogamous relationship and 12% of females had cheated. So that would be about half, half of what the men do. So if it's 12% now, that means it used to be a lot lower than that. But again, I attributed that to the lack of standards nowadays. And with women feeling more sexually free, this is another consideration in even going into a relationship with a person who is used to having multiple partners. So any guy, you have to consider that. The whole thing is asking questions when you get with someone and finding out more about them instead of just jumping into bed, you know, something about that you like and then seeing that you're in a relationship and not asking enough questions with this person because what the reason you're asking questions is because you want to take a look into their character. See, it's not the looks that you're in a relationship with, it's not the sex that you're in a relationship with. What it boils down to is you're in a relationship with their character. So it doesn't matter how good they look or how unattractive they look or what, how much money they make or, or what they can do 
It is what is in their character because their character is the blueprint, the crystal ball of what you are looking at dealing with up ahead. So the insight to this is take a look at a person's character, watch them, ask questions. It's not like in, in an interrogative mode, but just pay attention. Think about different situations in which you can find out more about the mindset of how this person thinks about different things. Those are little tidbits into the character of this person. If they are not trustworthy in certain areas, they will not be trustworthy in other areas, especially areas of commitment and things of being serious. If they're cavalier about a lot of other things, they will be cavalier about some major things. So be mindful when you're getting with people, take a look at their character. That is who you are really in a relationship with because if you don't, you are setting yourself up for some letdowns and disappointments that could have been avoided by asking certain questions and knowing more about who this person is and their character. And the comment about making a commitment when you get married and that should be honored, well, that, that goes without saying. People know when they stand and make those vows, it is called a vow for a reason. You're making this vow, this promise, this declaration to the world, to everybody that you will do this thing, that you're committed to do this thing. And when those things fall apart, especially when, when the person who helped make those vows causes those things to fall apart, then they just stood in the, in, and made those vows and lied. So for that other partner, they should have found out, was it in this person's character to lie? Because if they lie about one thing, they will lie about something else. So it comes down to knowing who people really are before you get there. So, so far, two things, knowing who this person is, are they a selfish person? and watch for the signs. Number two, does this person's character and what they believe in in pretty much every aspect of their life, does it match your character? Does it match what you believe in? Because that is who and what you are in a relationship with. And those things are highly important. And on the comment where the guy said that men usually cheat out of ego and women cheat out of emo and I do believe that anytime somebody cheats outside of their act of selfishness or in their character it has been shown that if a woman steps out in her committed relationship women are emotional creatures there's something that she's not getting emotionally that she's seeking she may even feel she's need, that she needs in order to continue, in order to be satisfied and to be happy. But again, and not that any of us can truly predict our circumstances up ahead in certain things, but what we can know is that we know ourselves a lot of times a whole lot better than the person that we may be standing before saying we love them. You definitely know that because you've been with yourself all your life before you met them. So you know what's in you. And if this person is not bringing, bringing what you will need 
to be happy for the for the duration of your life if you get with them in a marriage you know that up front don't even waste your time don't even waste your time to get into this relationship and then later on down the road feel like your needs and of course this is being directed to the women to feel like your needs are not being met and then feeling some urgency to be unfaithful and then it's really not fair to blame that other person for that because you knew yourself before you got with them you know what you can take you know what you can't take in that regard the selfishness is on the person who would do the cheating because you knew yourself a whole lot better than that other person did and men cheating out of ego that goes back to the first comment when I made about men uh, cheating for recreation it's a it's an ego thing then ego is never good for a two-person relationship if the ego is all about self-gratification self 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 because when you talk about self that's that's the number one it only relates to uno one person and one person does not make a two-person relationship so think about it but the main thing about being in these relationships that seem to be going awry is that people need to be more upfront and honest not only with the other person but with themselves just be upfront and honest looking at what you can deal with and what you can't truly not wanting to hurt another person and having enough care for them not to want to see them hurt and in pain to deal with something that they really didn't ask to be in because they trusted you so then there's a there's that the element of mistrust there's the element of trust we're looking at selfishness we're looking we're looking at being selfless we're looking at being of upstanding character and we're looking at being trustworthy those are three elements right now that any of us can look at to measure ourselves to look at the other partner and to rightly discern is this a good match or not because if not who knows about having these so-called temptations down the road that will cause you to bring harm and heartache and heartbreak to somebody that you once said that you cared about enough to to get married to love them well that's the end for this episode I will continue this topic I have one more element to this that I'd like to expound on and I will do this in part two of this cheating episode I thank you for tuning in and I hope something was said in this part one that maybe has brought somebody some type of relief some type of insight and wisdom into if you've dealt with this situation and maybe reflection on how to get over it or reflection on what could have done better so that in going forward you can make things better and if you are contemplating on doing it think about these things I've just mentioned so that if, if you really love the other person some things that you will not do you will not do these things because the, the control is in your hands it is in your hands and as always thank you for tuning in and I look forward to speaking with you again thank you for tuning in for another episode of life love 
and everything else.